we have added another guest to the lineup this afternoon to talk about uh, trick-or-treating and a few other things. The Jerome Village President, Mike Lopez, is here with us. Mike, welcome. Great to have you back on the program. Thank you, Jim, for the opportunity to speak with you tonight, today and talk about a whole gamut of items. You know, we do have a lot to uh, to talk about to see how Jerome is faring during the pandemic and all of the uh, uh, business disruptions that have gone along with it. Uh, but I don't want to keep people waiting. I'm sure there's a lot of folks hanging on the edge of their seats as we've been talking about whether trick-or-treating should go forward. We don't have a definitive answer yet from the city of Springfield or Sangamon County. I, I understood from the city that everybody wants to do kind of a united front on this, though, and have everybody kind of playing by the same rules. So what do you envision happening for uh, Halloween? Well, I've, I've been talking to other mayors in smaller villages, and they are, their usual traditional parties inside of a building or a trunk-or-treat event that's sponsored by a religious, um, you know, like a church or whatever, or community organization are not going to happen this year. But I'm hearing that I think there's going to, a lot of the villages are going to probably follow suit with the city and say, what hours are you going to actually possibly allow trick-or-treating in your municipality? What hours will it be and everybody be on the same page doing so? You know, go to door-to-door, but practice social distancing to the new CDC guidelines released the last 24 hours. So it won't be exactly the same as a typical Halloween. Some of the uh, more organized activities uh, may not be happening, but just the traditional, hey, let's walk around the neighborhood, stop at the house with lights on, get a little bit of candy, looks at this point at least like you think that's going to go forward. I think it will, but they'll be like, we're going to encourage if that happens in Jerome, we're going to encourage our residents to have their lights on during the designated hours and place their candy like on a table on the stoop or near the front door in a bowl and just kind of patrol it but not have actual interaction with the trick-or-treaters in person because of the virus. Self-serve uh, trick-or-treating then, huh? Well, you know, it happens a lot. It's like going to a buffet before coronavirus. You kind of self-service yourself and... Some get a lot more than others. It is a little disappointing, though. I mean, one of the, the fun things about uh, about Halloween is opening the door and getting to see, you know, what the cool costume is or, you know, who's put a lot of effort into it or how many little else's and Anna's you have. And uh, uh, we're going to lose a little bit of that, it sounds like. But you'll still have your events with your, you know, with your grandchildren and that and your children, you know, they're growing up. They're going to still have that little closest event when they visit you, you know. That next those couple of days, you'll still have a little bit of that, but a little bit of the ever, uh, good nature of the trick or treat is going to be not as much as it was the pre- prior years. Well, I, I guarantee uh, my my grandchildren are my most important trick or treaters, and keeping them safe is my top priority. So, oh, uh, absolutely, that's going to be some uh, welcome news, though, that we're not going to see uh, everything uh, get decimated by the the pandemic this year. It is certainly taking its toll in a lot of other areas. How is Jerome doing? You know, we, we've seen the kind of financial hit that a city like Springfield has taken uh, with the, the business shut down, the restrictions on capacity and things. Uh, you have fewer businesses, a lot less margin for error. How is Jerome holding up uh, fiscally? We are holding up. We're holding our own. Um, uh, we're holding our own. We're meeting our expenses. We do have what we have. Um, <clears throat> we do have surplus of uh, uh, revenues versus expenses. Our uh, revenues versus expenses um, going for so far this year through the end of August. So we're cautiously optimistic that could change because we are being driven by sales tax, sales tax, and also the abundance of restaurants and hospitality of uh, bars and restaurants and video gaming that are still operating. You know, outside not the video gaming, but the restaurants and bars that are operating outside where they can. You know, we're I'm permitting. 
I'm permitting that through October the 30th. Uh, some businesses have approached me about possibly erecting tents in the wintertime and put some type of a heating element in those tents, but they're going to have to coordinate that with guidelines and with fire safety of the city of Springfield to see if that's going to be a doable, a doable item. So, so the outdoor uh, dining for restaurants in Jerome, they basically had to uh, get permission for that, and you, so you've done that now, extended that into next month? Yeah, until the end of October, October 30th, weather uh, permitting. And do, do you think if people can coordinate and get the fire safety sign off to have a sufficiently heated tent, do you expect to extend that even further beyond the end of October? Yes, I would. But it's got to be all with and everybody on the same page and with fire safety, with Chief Allen out of Springfield Fire um, at Canny, the fire marshal, and their staff. They're good professional people. I've leaned on them for advice. They'll give us guidance, but I want to make it sure that it's safe and safe and secure for everyone. We're talking with uh, Mike Lopez, the uh, Jerome Village president, about how they're faring uh, with the pandemic there. Uh, Mike, uh, you know, we know we've seen some establishments actually close their doors here in Springfield uh, and the pandemic at least partially responsible for that. Have you actually lost any businesses in Jerome during all of this? Not really. We've had one one establishment that has tried to open a few times uh, and decided to close back down. I've been told that they're going to try to reopen again this week. I hope the best for them. But overall, no, uh, we've had the number of businesses that were closed down due to the executive orders up to May 26th and going into June, you know, but now they're open, they're flourishing. People are, are, again, are going to those businesses within the constraints and the guidelines for capacity. And the other thing is we live off, we do have a big influx of video gaming in the village. We do have a big chunk of money that comes in on a regular basis. There was a little bit of delay processing it through the, through the state, but I talked to um, Controller Mendoza's office in Springfield. They are very accommodating, very professional, and we finally received our check from uh, reopening in the summer, in, Ju- in uh, July 1st through, through the end of July, and it was one of our biggest checks ever in a decade for video gaming Our 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 disbursement from the state was almost a little over $11,000. Well, there was a, a lot of pent-up demand to get out and do anything by that point, so that does that does make some sense. You've also taken some steps in Jerome to, to help out your liquor-pouring establishments during these tough times. Yeah, uh, basically any establishment that is in Jerome that serves liquor, like a restaurant or a wine uh, wine store or whatever, they, they apply for a license to get video gaming. If, if they're going to renew... The border gave me the approval, and we executed it with legis- with um, adoption last Thursday night. And basically what's going to say, they empowered me as a liquor commissioner to um, <clears throat> reduce the fees for one year only, the calendar year of 2021, starting January 1st of 2021, for any renewals of liquor licenses that are going to be reduced by 50% for one year only. And the reason I'm doing that is these people are local businesses that advertise on your station, your competitor station media outlets throughout central Illinois, they're ma and pa operations. They generate jobs and revenues for local communities and local people. So, you know, they, even though they're operating at 25 or 50% capacity, they have a hundred percent of expenses still ongoing liability, insurance, cost of inventory, you know, um, staffing, wages, benefits, whatever they still have and, and the cost of their building. So they still have that cost. So this is just a goodwill gesture of saying, thank you for being in Jerome. Not every village is going to be able to do it. I'm not. I'm not going to say that. It's up to each village or municipality. But we're just doing it our part for one year only, January of 20, 2021. 
through December 31st of 2021, any renewals will be at that reduced rate, but any new licenses that are applied for will still have their flat, still have the regular rate and fees and, uh, generated. There will be no be any reduction. What does that translate to in, in dollars, that 50% reduction? It basically is going to take a hit of about uh, versus what we had last year and what we had coming in uh, recently. Well, I actually meant per, per license for each business. What uh... Basically, basically, if you have one type of license, it'll be $1,000 normally. It will go down to five. We'd go down to 500 If you have a different license category, it's, it's be $800. It'll go to $400. Well, that's not insignificant. You know, if you're uh, trying to, to make ends meet, every uh, every penny uh, helps. And, uh, you know, a few thousand pennies like that will help quite a bit, too. Mike, you uh, early on kind of linked what you were doing in Jerome to the city of Springfield in terms of some of the emergency orders and some of the uh, restrictions being placed on businesses and things. Have you had to or had your, your folks have to go into uh, any businesses to enforce capacity limits, wearing masks, et cetera? Are people no, we have, complying? No, no, everybody's pretty well complied. Everybody's in compliance. I mean, I don't, we're not there 24-7. They have to self-patrol themselves. Of course, a thing called social media and Facebook will tell you people are violating them at some extent. But overall, no, they're abiding to it. Masks are available. Masks are told. People are told to wear masks, instructed to come in the building, social distance. And, we, you know, that they're patrolling themselves. Yes, there might be incidents, but... Far and few between. We have not had to go and do any side visits, no. And that's what's happening in Jerome. Mike Lopez, anything else you want to let people know about what's going on in the village? I'll, I'll let you know also there is a lot of activity at the Shop and Save location on Wabash, the former Shop and, uh, Shop and Save location. It is going to be a site for taking job applications for the new Harvest Market that's being renovated, built in Springfield on the west side. They have a they have a trailer there taking applications. I've talked to the uh, Neiman Food family personally. There are some plans on the books for some type of renovation of that building, but it's only if once they open up the other store, uh, you know, Harvest Market, and if all the dollars and their fiscal uh, glow, um, forecasts look good, then there may be some development there, but we're hopeful. We'll yeah, see what happens. That's, uh, that's exciting. So is that trailer already set up, or is that coming soon? To start no, it, taking- just, it just got set up last week, and I was about 10 days ago that the Neiman family called me and contacted me, and now we're using that as a temporary site for job applicants and also to interview them at that time. Uh, for the new location out west. We'll be watching for more details on that. Mike Lopez, the Jerome Village President. Thanks, as always, for your time. Great to talk to you. Appreciate it. You have a great day. Be safe, everybody. Wear a mask, and we'll all be healthy. Thank you.